something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show PBA USBC Hall of Famer Len Nicholson started this show in 2002, and since then, he's recorded over 1,200 shows, featuring over 450 different guests. That's a literal who's who in bowling. In 1995, Len finished his lane conditioning relationship with the PBA in that same year. John Davis of the Kegel Company did ask him for his professional lane maintenance guidance. He's been with Kegel ever since. It's always fun and informative, and now the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club is here for all you future PBA Hall of Famers. The Phantom will tell you more. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world for all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support, you can always rely on the Kegel Company. So go to kegel.net. Well, this week's guest started his career in the 70s when he was the facilities manager for a big bank in downtown Dallas with over 2 million square feet of office space. And during that time, he was a competitive bowler, competing mostly in the PBA Southwest Regional Events. Then in the early 80s, he partnered with a friend in an architectural design business, and he started his own bowling promotions company called Pinpoint Promotions. And after helping Wyatt Slaughter and John Falzone start the PWBA regional program in 1983, he worked with proprietors like Phil Kinzer and Neil Hupfauer. And in the later part of the decade, he and his wife, CJ, owned and operated a 26-lane center in Dallas. And in 1991, they started Stars and Strikes Bowling Magazine, which quickly grew to become the only bowling tabloid newspaper in the nation. They operated Stars and Strikes for 27 years, from 91 through 2017, and started the Bowling News Network to link with other papers. And they also worked publicity for promoters like Steve Sanders, Gary Beck, Lori Mraz, and a few others, which brings us full circle to why we're doing this Phantom Show this week. In all those years in bowling, this couple published thousands of stories and photos from virtually every major event in bowling, and they attended almost every bowl expo where we actually worked together to bring Phantom Radio to the trade show floor, and they hit every major tournament and made lifelong friends everywhere they went. Well, after closing Stars and Strikes in 2017, he wondered what they could do with all the photos. And his wife, CJ, said, well, let's put them on Facebook. And that is how it started. July 4th, 2017, the photo of the day began. And it continues to this day with more than 2,400 photos shared, and the best part 
is that every one of them tells a story, which means that bowling fans can relive those amazing moments one photo at a time. So Phantom fans, here's the International Bowling Media Association Hall of Fame member, Jim Goodwin, to talk about the photo of the day. Hello, Jim, and welcome back to the show. Hello, Phantom. Boy, it's great to great to be back on your show. It's been been quite a while since we've done this, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, we've got something to do today that we're going to do off and on for a month, eight months or so. Each each month, we're going to feature this because there's so many great photos that I want to go over with you. You asked me to pick a few, and I'll tell you what. I spent about three nights on it, and I've called it down to a few, but I want to mention each one of these photos and have you give us a sentence or two, maybe even a paragraph, because Facebook is a great place to keep up with friends and sometimes, but there sure are controversial issues that are mentioned, but it's an important part to, to keep abreast of what's going on. But I go there every day looking for the pictures that you post. Well, I have a minute, I've made a list that I would like you to comment on if you don't mind. So let's start with a recent one. When Wendy McPherson was holding up a huge check, tell us about that one. Oh, yeah. Wendy is a, is an amazing person, and I've always said uh, she has to be in the, uh, in the argument for the uh, greatest of all time on the women's side. And that check is um, – I forgot how many yen it is in Japan, but after she left the tour, she um, she went over and bowled in, in the Japanese pro tour for 10 years, and she shot a 300 game on television there, and she walked away that day with 157,000 American dollars. So, amazing bowler, really nice person. Oh, she's the greatest. I love her. I just saw her recently down there at the uh, High Roller reunion, but... Here's another one that I found that was very, very familiar to me, and it's bittersweet because it features a picture of a man, an artist, a real gentleman, Walt Steinziak. Yeah, well, well, I've got so many photos of Walt because he was a close personal friend, he and his wife Jane, and um, I just can't say enough about uh, what a great guy he was, and he he drew cartoons for more than 50 years, and um, there'll never, they'll never be anybody like him. He started during World War II and, and uh, continued up until uh, he was 80 years old when he died in 2010. Yeah, he died on the way to Bow Expo that one year. We were going to present him the John Davis Award. And obviously, he didn't show up, but that was kind of a strange coincidence, and uh, he was great. He made me a couple of pictures that uh, I still have hanging on my wall. But there's another one there that uh, it features you and me and Jim Dressel. So if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about Jim. Well, it that goes back to the uh, to the day that you referred to when we uh, we asked the BPAA if we could do the Phantom Radio Show from the trade show floor at Bowl Expo, and John Berglund was in charge at the time, and. And uh, he thought it was a great idea, and so the three of us got together and we grabbed some microphones from somewhere and a tape recorder, and and I lined up a few guests and did some interviews on the trade show floor live in front of the uh, crowd, and then you know, and that led to more and better equipment in the future, and it lasted for several years. It may still be going on, I'm not sure, but that was the start of something really great at Bowl Expo, and. Uh, 
and I know that you enjoyed it, and uh, so did I. And I'm, and I know Jim Dressel was a big part of the start of that. Yeah, he sure was. And uh, I don't know if I ever thanked you enough for all the hard work that you did running around grabbing all the celebrities that we interviewed. But I know you did a lot of work, and obviously. You know, being involved in bowling, it was all volunteer. But uh, just imagine if we got paid for everything we've done over the years, parts. <laughs> yeah, we'd be rich. We're already rich, but we'd have a lot of money in the bank, wouldn't we? Well, I'll tell you, we're rich, we're rich because we're still standing, and uh, that's the real plus. But listen, there's another beautiful picture there, and I get the chills thinking about her, but uh, Jeanette Robinson, what a woman. Yeah, another uh Close personal friend, you know, like Walt. Jeanette was, she was not just a friend to us, she was family. And her and her husband, Dick, and we never went to Vegas. We went to Vegas five or six times a year for 30 years. And and every single time, we always took the time to, you know, have a lunch or a dinner with Dick and Jeanette. And uh, I was there with her at the showboat when she started the uh, Golden Ladies. She was 61 years old, and it's still going today. And uh, she's just a... remarkable person that uh, we will never forget and i understand there's going to be a special tribute to her at this year's golden ladies which is next month well you've covered so many people over the years uh, like i say we're going to be doing this often because there's so many pictures there as i mentioned before i got another note here about the one there's a picture of uh, john jowdy and fran deacon what, what can you tell us about them two people well both both great people, you know. For, uh, Jowdy was uh, one of a kind, as everybody knows. You know, the Columbia sales guy, and you know, turned out to be a great coach and coached a lot of tour players. And and uh, Fran um, always bowled in Jeanette's tournament, and she one year she won the uh, Super Senior Division. And I think that photo is uh, is John uh, congratulating her for that because John and Chuck Pisano and Joe Lou and Dick Evans always tried to cover Jeanette's tournament, and they were there that day. And I took that picture of uh, of John and congratulating Fran with his big cigar in his hand. <laughs> you know, you mentioned a handful of Hall of Fame writers there, and there was another one that I've got written down here. It's a separate photo of a, a great writer, John Archibald. Tell us about John. Yeah, John J. Archibald. We call him J.J. He's a, He wrote uh, for more than a half century for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. And, and he was a sports writer, a bona fide sports writer, and he covered all sports, but bowling was his specialty, and he was in a great town to do it in St. Louis. And he knew all the greats in the in the heyday of bowling when, when uh, a lot of them lived in the St. Louis area. And um, he had a million stories. He did a, a column in Stars and Strikes for several years, an exclusive column called Heroes. And he would just talk about the, the great bowlers that he had covered over the years. All right. So, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame for many, many reasons. But I got a good question for you here. Uh, as I was scribbling all my notes, I wrote down one of the pictures that I wanted you to talk about. And I can't even read my writing. So maybe you can help me with the names of this one. Uh, it's, it's a picture of Dorman, Spencer, CJ, and another person. Who's that other person? I'm not looking at the photo right now, but I, I think that's probably the photo of Dorman and CJ and Beth Stanley. 
exactly you know, Beth, right. I got guess. Yeah, Beth. Uh, Beth worked with us at the Mini Eliminator for several years, and uh, and she has her own company called Trainertainment, where she goes around teaching bowling centers how to do a better job. And you know, Dorman was always around everywhere we went, and uh, and I caught that picture that day of of Beth and and CJ and Dorman. I'm probably at the Orleans in Las Vegas during the Mini Eliminator. Well, you bailed me out again, my friend. Uh, I couldn't read Beth. That was my own writing, too. <laughs> All right, here's one that uh, it gives me the chills in my arm. Uh, it's a picture of a beautiful girl. She's a great, great bowler, and it was Kelly Kulik. I think she was winning the U.S. Open in that picture. Oh, yeah. that's I've called that the uh, greatest bowling photo of all time. I told Randy Gully that took that photo. We were sitting next to each other in the grandstands on the outdoor arena streets in in Reno, Nevada, and uh, conditions were brutal because the sand, the wind had blown the sand in off the desert. Everybody was using um, polished white dots, I think. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, very, very tough conditions. She won that tournament, and he happened to catch that photo when it was dark outside, and it was at the very moment that she won the tournament, and she threw her hands up in the, you know, toward the sky and looked up to thank God that she'd won. It's uh, one of the most incredible photos I've ever seen. We, we met at the entire front page of Stars and Strikes that year. Yeah, you know, I really miss that magazine. I'm sure you do too, the bowling magazine, the Stars and Strikes. But you know, sometimes you just gotta, you run out of time, you run out of funds, and and so forth and so on. There's a lot of work to it. I know. I miss it. I want to interject something here because we're going to run out of time, as I mentioned. But before closing, I want to talk a little bit about the Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club that we re recently attended one of their tournaments, PVA Junior event over here in Sacramento. And the PVA has gotten some juniors together, all ages, under 18, and they're in divisions and they bowl. And uh, it's coming along. It's coming along really well. Well, it gave me the idea to start my own, own club. It's not a tournament club. It's just a membership club where we get these kids to be in, interested in listening to our show. Because on our show, we pass along news and notes and a lot of information about the, what the pros do. And, and the kids are all curious. It's like uh, my guy down at Kegel. He helps me with my computer. And he's got 60 people at Kegel. He's got to help. And I'm calling him every day for computer help. And he says, just go out there and get some 10-year-old kid. You know, they'll help you with it. And sure enough, I did the next day when I had a problem. Kid came in. He said, I better ask my father first. So I had to call his father, tell him I'm an old man here. I'm, I got a problem. The kid fixed my computer in like a minute. I, I gave him 10 <laughs> bucks. Yeah, I gave him 10 bucks. The kids nowadays are so much smarter than we were back in the day, Parnes. It's kind of, it's wonderful. But uh, this junior bowling club that uh, we want, we started, actually we launched it on March 15th. I had three fellows that are friends of mine that all are passionate about the sport. We got together and uh, I want to mention her name on the show. Uh, one's Brian Hirsch. You probably heard of Brian. He's a young man. He knows all about the yeah. juniors. And then there's that Sam Villarreal. He's the artist that paints all those pictures on, on Facebook, uh, caricatures. And then there's Dave Kowalski. He's a Hall of Fame coach from up in Michigan. So we're a short staff. Uh, we're all volunteers. And we want to promote 
and we want to uh, grow the sport of bowling. And uh, we started this club. It's free. And it, if they sign up, we'll give them all kind of prizes as time goes by. Free, as I mentioned. And we're going to mention some of their names every week. And we picked out five of our charter members uh, to mention on this show. So, Jim, I know that you love junior bowling and, and all bowling, but uh, we're going to butt in on your time a little bit because uh, Devin Lucan, he's one of the juniors that signed up. Casey Hughes, Carson Pfeffer, Wyatt Spear, and Tucker Young. Those are just five of our charter members that have signed up uh, to be in our Phantom Radio Club for the junior bowlers. For more information on this, just give me a holler at saveoursport at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll let you know what's going on with this junior program. But I want to get back to your pictures. I've got a couple more here I want to mention, Jim. Before yeah, we before you do, congratulations on doing that. That's a that's a wonderful thing that you're doing for the kids and for bowling. Well, thank you. And uh, I'm an old-timer just like you. We're lifelong bowling people. And uh, I get to a lot of bowling centers, and I talk to a lot of people. And, you know, I know that open play is down. Prices are up. Uh, leagues are dropping out left and right. At one time, we had 10 million bowlers, about 10,000 bowling centers. Now they got about 2 million bowlers and about 4,000 bowling centers. It's going downhill. Uh, we're losing a lot of seniors. They're not joining up again. As I look around, the only one that's really thriving is the junior programs. That used to be something you, you look forward to on Saturday morning. You'd get up. Go down to the bowling alley, you bowl your three or four games, whatever it was, and then you practice for a while. And you always practice, practice, practice. Well, that's been a lost art. It's a shame. Uh, we want to revive it. Not only will it improve our listenership, but I think it'll help the juniors if we give them more emphasis. But anyway, getting back to you, Jimmy, there's another one that's close to my heart, another picture. And I, I believe it was where I was interviewing uh, Billy Hardwick. Tell us what you know about Billy. Well, I think that was the first year that we did the the Phantom Radio Show from Bowl Expo. Billy was uh, in the in the group because he was a a member of BBAA and a bowling center owner, and of course your best friend growing up. And you couldn't uh, find a more interesting person to talk to than than Billy Hardwick. So so he was one of our very first guests when, when we did that and. And he didn't disappoint. He never did. I, I love being around Billy and you. And also, uh, I spent one day with Billy and um, and Dave Davis at Bowl Expo. So that that was a lot of fun. We all, you know, the three of us went over and visited with Don Carter in his booth when it was, I think, down when the when the expo was in Orlando. So great guy. And uh, you know, I, you could tell a million stories about him. Yeah, we sure can. I miss them both, Dave and Billy. They're both gone, and uh, it's hard to take. You know, a lot of your friends pass away the older you get, but that's just the way that life is. And if you have faith, uh, we're going to see them again sometime. Yeah. Uh, as, as long as you live a good life, you're going to go there, uh, I hope. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I got a big circle of one of these questions here, Jim. These are my opinions on some of the best pictures that uh, I see on Facebook, and there's a whole heck of a lot more. But I'm going to ask you, what one was your favorite? I, boy, it's hard. I, you know, I anticipated you might ask me that question, and I, <laughs> and I, you know, I really 
really don't know that I could pick one, you know, because there are so many great pictures. I think, uh, you know, the one of you and me and uh, and uh, Dressel means a lot to me, and the one of uh, the one with uh, Dressel and uh, Dick Steffler and I that I that I have in there is a is a really nice one. And of course, the great the great bowling photos like the Randy Gully photo of Kelly Kulik. I mean, that's uh, to me that's just an amazing uh, piece of art. Gosh, without looking through, it'd be hard to even even get it down to the top ten, much less one or two. <laughs> you know, I did. I turned the tables on you there a little bit because that's happened to me before. Uh, people ask me, who is the greatest bowler you ever saw? Holy mackerel. That's, you know, there's just a, not even a handful. There's more than a handful that are be considered the greatest. But, uh, yeah. 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 And you've been around as long as we have. You meet a lot of people. And the amazing thing is the quality of the people that that we've known over the years. I mean, if you just think about the just the um, the people in bowling are the are the best in the world, and I and uh, it's we're so blessed to have known all of them. Boy, aren't we? Uh, somebody asked me if I knew this person or that person. I forget exactly what it was. It was about three or four years ago, and I said, "Oh yeah, I know." How do you know him? Well, I met him at Bow Expo, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago. And they said, you know everybody. I said, no, I don't know anybody. But I started writing on a list, two lists. One list that I don't like, the other list I love. The one list I don't like is all the people that I've known uh, real close that have passed away. And when I got to 175 names, I'm thinking, oh, my God, you know, uh, I've known so many people that are gone. And then I started writing down the names of the people I knew. Well, I I went through two legal pads, and there's over 4,000 names on that. And uh, the funniest thing is about all that is 95% of all the people I know are involved in bowling. So uh, yeah, it's amazing how many people you meet and love and, and get to know. And like you, Jim, I, I I'm not ever sure if I ever told you, but I just want to thank you for all the doors you've opened for me over the years. And I know you have. You've gone out of your way, I'm sure, sometimes to speak highly. But uh, I'm still going strong at 82. And I've known you for over 40 years. And I just appreciate all you've done for me and for bowling, Pards. Well, likewise. Uh, you know, you got to take care of your friends. And uh, that's what uh, that's what we all do. And it's uh, our and I want to thank you for your friendship over all those years because every time we've been together, it's uh, it always uh, creates a great memory. Well, I let you down one time a couple of years ago. I promised to come down and see you in Texas. Something came up. Uh, it was something pretty big. I don't know if it was a pandemic or I'm not even sure what it was. But I'm still going to come down one of these times and spend a couple of days with you. Because I know you got the life of luxury down there in some beautiful ranch-style home. I want to lay back, have you bring me a beer, and just talk about old times. So it's still on my bucket list, my friends. Well, we have the the Jim Dressel Suite is still available. <laughs> you know, we we call it that because when we built that, we built an addition onto our house many years ago, and and Dressel was the first person that stayed in it. And uh, it's still there, and it's uh, it's been improved a little bit since then, and it, it's as nice as any luxury hotel you'll ever stay in. So, 
You're more than welcome. Oh, I can't. I I really can't wait. My traveling days are pretty limited anymore, but uh, it's it's on my bucket list, and I I can't believe how many things I've accomplished on my bucket list so far. In fact, there's only about two or three things left. Anyway, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall. I want to give you the the last thing to say, and I want you to look at your calendar and, and circle a date in about a month or so, and we're going to do this again because I didn't even get to half my list. I knew we'd start talking about certain things, but uh, that's what it's all about. So I'm going to have you on again. So before I do the closing, I want you to uh, give us your closing thoughts on today's show and, and anything else you want to mention. Well, it's just been a pleasure being on your show again, and and um, we're very proud. CJ and I are very proud of the, you know, the almost 2,500 photos that we we've talked about, and and you've you've got quite a record yourself with uh, you know, a couple of thousand or more uh, Phantom Radio shows, and what you're doing with this Junior Club is incredible, and we just uh, we cherish every moment that we get to spend with you, so. We would uh, we'd love to uh, get back with you several times, and we'll never run out of material. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, you give your lovely wife CJ a hug for me. She's just the sweetest woman I've ever met. I mean that. Uh, she's so soft spoken, and I know that she's carried you. That's why she's got some strong muscles. She's been carrying you for years and years. But give her my love, my friend. But Anyway, the old clock on the wall does say that we're out of time, and we look forward to talking to all of you again next week. We'll have another interesting guest to talk to. We want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling, the Christmans, they're great people, Brad Edelman from the High Rollers, and Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan, who was recently inducted into the Michigan Bowling Coaches Hall of Fame. So for Phantom Radio, this is The Phantom. When you're down and troubled And you need some loving care And nothing, well, nothing is going right Close your eyes and think of me And soon I'll